welcome back to the Red Door Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to part two of our episode with special guests, Devin Johnson and Jamal Peterman. Please bear with us as we did experience some technical difficulties with this part of the episode. What may have fallen a bit short in quality was definitely made up for in content. Enjoy. You know, I'm gonna turn this mic over, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we're back on the Red Door Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry about that. Our mic, my mic, our mics got disconnected, and we're back and we're live. Are we live or is this a recording? This is definitely a recording. Okay. Jamal, do you remember what you were saying? He's getting into his uh, meditative stance. Yes, I do. So um, I guess the question I posed is if you had a chance to redo it and you understood who you are and where you are, and you came back to like a baby form. Like you can pretty much do anything you want to do. You know what I mean? You can do the same thing exactly over. You can transform it. You know what I mean? Just think of some hypotheticals about a person you want to be like. Some people might say, shit, I want to be the president. You know what I mean? Like right. you can literally do anything you want to do. So the life lessons that I learned, you can, re- you can just already say, learned. Bam, and then be like, okay, don't do that. Don't smoke that weed. You know what I mean? Don't. I'm, like- I'm smoking that weed. Smoke. <laughs> don't smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> Even at the CDC, what <laughs> They was like. Weed, actually, well, cannabis, cannabinoids. Caparuni, get out of here. Cannabinoids. No, 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 no. Cap, 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 have cap, some cap, immunity. Cap, 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 cap. That's a cap, because it's what? You know me. I know me. I'll be smoking, right? Like a chimney. Over the over the holiday season, I got the vid. I caught the vid for like, like, like a 24 hours. Well, not 24 hours. I caught the vid. For the um, amount of time that one would like, catch the beard, right? But the 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 crux of my symptoms were experienced in it in a round of twenty four hours, right? For me, but I used to smoke the weed all the time. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. And I still got the vid cap. Um, let's <laughs> not because he doesn't have the vid anymore. Okay, guys. <laughs> we are well, I had the it. vid two yeah, yeah, weeks yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But up until that point, we smoking, we 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 tucking, we tucking big rolls. Okay? Wait, where are we tucking? What? We're in prison. What are we tucking? We're tucking the split with the grabber. I people. heard it's not contraband if it wants to be there. Hmm. Oh, nothing. So, <laughs> we're going gonna, back. We're gonna go. We're gonna stop. We're gonna going, stop. Going back. Going back. Going back. Just cut all that out. Like that don't need to be anywhere in there. Are you sure? Jumping Jeff, Jeff back to reality, guys. <laughs> is it reality? No. <laughs> Jumping back to the multiverse. 
you have the ability to be. And I, I guess I pose that question because I act thinking about what you said, Robin, about regardless of what it is, you're still going to be trying to do the same thing. You know what I mean? Because you're kind of doing what you want to do. I, When I was younger, I wanted to be, I didn't know what it was called. I just said I wanted to be a fossil man. I didn't know that was an archaeologist. <laughs> that's what I wanted to discover something new. Going back to what Devin said, he okay. wants to discover I have very something same thoughts. new. No, I'm not really. I, 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 no, I, trust me. That's trust what I said. <laughs> I understand. Because it was about art is something about discovery, right? Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm tapping. Antiquity. History. Right. To be discovered. described, to discover, to yes. catalog. Yes. The, big, the Bigfoot. Okay, let's. I'm preaching tonight. I'm preaching tonight. Bigfoot's catalog. So Bigfoot's I'm just going <laughs> to. I'm just going to. I'm just going to say that I wanted to be an archaeologist because I wanted to discover new species. I wanted to come in information that nobody else has seen, nobody else has. And I wanted to be the first. I wanted to be great. I wanted to. I wanted to be the Indiana Jones Tomb Raider type person. I didn't even know what that. I didn't even know how to pronounce. I, I was like, I couldn't even pronounce the word of that. <laughs> I just knew that that was a bone man, and they went to go find dinosaurs. Okay. A dinosaur. A dinosaur bone man. <laughs> but I had no idea <laughs> how deep <laughs> that. And I was like, I don't want to just look at fossils, but it, it's it's way more versed than that. You know what I mean? So, on a side note, then I thought about, you know what? I always wanted to fly, and I had a fear of flying. You know what I mean? Maybe because I, maybe because I'm superpowered that I wanted to fly or whatever like that. So then I would think, you know what? I want to be a person that go discover something again, and I want to be an astronaut. So it, it, I think it keeps leading our, our pilot. And then now I'm thinking about, oh shit, I want to discover something again. I want to be the first. So then I should have been, in, or I want to be great. I should have been in the Navy SEALs with super discipline because I'm a very disciplined painter. Mm. And I want to be in the Navy SEAL because I want to be the greatest in the world at something, mm. to be in the 1%, right? So I want to be a Navy SEAL. And then I want to go be in the Secret Service so I can learn secret technology from Area 51 because I wanted to be the first to discover something new that nobody else knows. It continues to go back to a discovery of something new. Mm. I used to watch Discovery when I was younger. <laughs> I think we all, I think I... And I literally had watched Discovery Kids, right? And yeah. I was seeing them doing carbon dating. And I, I remember one episode of some Discovery Kids shit. They took, like, a sample from a Triceratops and they carbon dated that bitch. And they, <laughs> carbon dating is, like, they, they, pierced, they pierced the bone. Right. And they pierced the bone and made it look like marshmallows. They pierce the bone and you get all the data for how old the bone is by doing this thing, carbon dating. I'm nine years old and in between programming for all this, like this is where like the art programs will come in. So I'll be captivated for like, when's the next programming for an art show, draw a long show. And I'm seeing all these archeological kid discovery shows. So I was like, yeah, you know, I, I like discovery shit too. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. about history. I think about mm -hmm. antiquity. Yeah. I think about the Martin Luther Kings, the NLKs. Why do we still read of these names to the point in which their names themselves, not even what they did, mm -hmm. hip hit, almost supernatural or even mythological levels you know like does that is that does that did that era stop with them no i think it can continue and i think those who are born feel that they want to contribute something feel that way 
I think that's why we're in art because mm-hmm. we can control more or less what it is that we're creating and bringing to the world, whether not, not necessarily relying on a pre existing condition that is bone mm-hmm. and dinosaur and prehistoric. Okay. Prehistoric predates us, it predates mom and dad, it predates grandmother and grandfather, it predates America, wow. slavery, it predates the history of art, right? But then with us, we can control what we can control, our interests, more or less. Monetary might monetary effects might trickle in between there. But for the most part, to what you're saying about discovery, being an artist is mining one's is being an archaeolo- being an archaeologist of one's own experience, one one's own mind, one's own sedimentation in experience. Mm-hmm. And you know, going going back on Going back on oneness and about being an artist and just how I like to look at everything as a one entire entity, a part of one land, one body, and we're all organisms mm-hmm. that vibrate at high frequencies, but we are all together at the end of the day. And if we're all a part of this one line, we're all part of a soul group, we're all part of this, this, this lineage, that oneness that, that, Devin, that Devin talks about, about mining your own mind, we're all mining each other's own mind because we are the same thing. You know what I mean? We are a part of that whole structure and we are all trying to discover something new. We all have a piece of it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's just a very, it's just, I just was thinking about it uh, not too long ago. That's why, that's why I posed the question because I was just like, is it because I wanted to do something different or is it because I wanted to discover more information? And I still search and I search for, maybe I just talked about, maybe it's my sign or something. I want to learn information because I'm a, you know, I don't want to go to astrology, but I'm a Scorpio. So it's kind of just like, maybe I just long for new information. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, <laughs> well, I was just like, <laughs> but I'm just learning that it's, it's not the career choice. I just want to find and discover new things. And I want to bring that light to people. Gotcha. Okay, so speaking of artists and bringing things to light and questions of that sort, if you had something to say to the younger you in grad school or an artist currently in grad school, what would it be right now? That's that, and they were just as lost as we were, sort of, but we we developed a plan. Um, I'll take I'll take the question for five thousand, Alex. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been thinking about. I think I've been thinking a lot about this because I remember how Jamal and, and all of us used to maneuver mm-hmm. as being graduate students. Um, and for me, what it looked like, at least from what I can think about re- remembering, is it was being present in your classroom with your professors, um, engaging as much as you can verbally in, in discussion, class discussion with reading material, you know, not only for brownie points or to suck up to, you know, be liked by your professor, but it really is mm-hmm. the experience that you make it. If you're going to be in grad school and you're not going to get the PhD, which is another four to six years, this is your last hoorah on, on yeah. your educational career. And if you're in grad school and you address that, maybe I'm not going to get a PhD and this is my last hoorah, let me be the best student I can the last time that I'm going to be a student in my career, right. being a student. 
So you would sell yourself short if you're just going to be a D student or a C student just to get the degree. Your experience from the whole two years of a very rigorous and very tough thing is going to be exactly what you make it. Mm-hmm. What you put into it is you're going to get exactly out of it. You, you be present in the class discussions, right. you talk to professors, mm-hmm. you, you slide in their emails, you ask these weird questions, you be annoying. Mm-hmm. Not only that, you go into the studio, you try new things, you be curious. And not only that, you go to the openings where your favorite curator, your writer, your right. artist is there, artist your friends, there. your peers, you go there, you go to those places. And you know, that's a lot of work. And I, I remember because I was at a particular thirst level, mm-hmm. I was doing that like it was like it was my job. We, all of us was doing it like it was our job. Right. Now I find myself in a position where I'm focused on work a lot. Mm-hmm. I now address that those things that I was doing that got me to specific places, I'm not doing them as much anymore. Mm-hmm. There's an imbalance to that. But I say that to say that it's a... All of it, I think, continually is going to be a healthy balance of you being attentive to yourself, your work, the discipline of being in the studio, making the work, and also supporting your friends, being out there and seeing what's going on in the world, right. art world. Um, and I think that helps because, you know, out of sight, out of mind can happen, mm-hmm. right? But I think just the community of artists in New York City, particularly at this time, it's a, you know, I would say from my experience, it's a very open, not open, but I would say it's very welcoming and supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's important just to do your work, focus on making the best work you can right. and go out and go out and just meet people, talk about people, talk about yourself, maybe right. Thank introduce you. yourself to people. Don't expect anything, mm-hmm. but just know that if it's the community that I'm addressing myself to, I'm going to see them again and they're going to know me again. We're going to, be curious to want to talk to you right so a lot of these things can be incremental and you find yourself leading into points where these relationships have gotten stronger right. and these relationships go to other places mm-hmm. for you to them or yourself yeah well i agree with you like i said earlier the first uh more than half the battle was showing up and <clears throat> excuse me you really have to be annoying and you can't be one of those artists that fall to the wayside you know, because we all had those friends from elementary school to high school that were artists. And we seen them like, OK, I'm not an artist no more. Then you went to college and then you had new friends and then they were like, OK, I don't want to be an artist no more. Then you went to grad school. They're no longer with you. And then after grad school, you know, those people's like after they got beat up for two or three years, they're like, I don't even want to be an artist no more. It's all about the hunger, you know, uh, kind of lost my train of thought. But um Basically, it's all about like, hmm, like being present. And yes, you have to be thirsty, you know, because that's we as art as an artist, we we are always eager to find out something new. Mm-hmm. You can't just be like, oh, I'm an artist. I don't care about what they're what they're doing over there. I'm just gonna find my own. You can't find your own way. You always need someone's help in the uh, in anything you do. So. Nah, I keep losing my train of thought, but well, talk to me, Jamal. You know, if I, if I can, hmm. grad school was so difficult, to be honest. And I'm going to start off on a light note. Ooh. Um, I remember, and this this how, I guess this how unprepared I was. Um, I told my father I got accepted into 
this graduate program. And then I honestly just was like, yes, I'm just going to paint and I'm going to just make work and do and be like, you know, be an artist, artist, you know? And then he was like, oh, do you want some, you know, you want some notebooks? You know, my father's just like, you want some notebooks? Mm-hmm. You want some pen and paper? And so I was like, a binder? I was like, I'm going to art school. <laughs> I don't need no paper. I don't need no pencil. I don't need no notebooks. I need some paint brushes. Boy, was I wrong. The first year Pratt. of school, Pratt. I didn't Pratt. touch a paint brush. That Thing was, if your brain matter wasn't on the floor trying to be great and trying to understand everything. Okay. <sighs> but on a positive note. On a positive note. <laughs> love the positive. Shout out to Colin Washington Jr. and to Quasi Dyson. Hey. Give it up. Hey. Yeah. Because they, um, Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. They, they know how to put your brain matter on the floor. Okay? In a good way. <laughs> In a good way, man. In a good way. But... I think if I think what I would tell my younger self, because we t- tell your younger self or telling younger you artists, can tell your younger self and or tell uh, artists currently in grad school. Well, I mean, honestly, what both of y'all said and definitely, you know, the same, the same situation to have Devin kind of explain it for younger artists. You know what I mean? Just never give up and shoot for the stars. Fall forward. Shoot, shoot so far that even if you fall backwards, you're off the earth. You know what I mean? So don't ever forget that and never give up. And what's going to happen is going to be a lot of Debbie down as soon as you walk through the door. And they will suck vampire, they will vampire your soul out of themselves because they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe in themselves. And they never You're going to walk past them every day and they're going to get upset by how hard they are going to be livid by how bright you shine. Oh, oh, because they never did it before. That's, that's They never did it. So, don't, don't. I remember when I used to walk in there and then people used to laugh at me because I say, I'm going to have a gallery when I get out. I'm going to be in a residency when I get out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be, I'm going to um, be in the art fair when I get out. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, duh, 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 duh. I spoke it into existence and they stopped laughing. Mm-hmm. And that's been the tale of my life. Mm-hmm. So, I, to be honest, if you spoke, you speak anything into existence, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it makes it more real for you. It is manifestation for the the speaker, right? Because not only are you projecting it out for others to hear, mm-hmm. you're speaking it and you're hearing your own words and you're in agreement with your own words. Yeah. So that right. means your agreement with your own words is mm-hmm. creating your reality for mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you are speaking to existence, your reality. When people say that is a real. Thing. It's not some magical, it's not some woke shit, it ain't no hotep shit, it's, 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 it's psychology. If you believe that you're depressed, okay. you will be depressed. If you believe that you are happy and blessed, you'll be happy and blessed. Oh, if you believe okay. that the world is cynical and ugly, the world is going to be cynical and ugly. It really is how you choose to maneuver that your energy. perception. That energy when you wake I up mean, in the morning, you're like, oh, I don't like yeah. Mondays. You're not going to like Mondays. If you go, if you're saying I'm gonna finish this week off strong, you feel me? I'm gonna finish the week. If Monday is like it's six more days or five more days into the weekend, yeah. let's you're go. You're let's get it. the days down. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna happen. It's all about your mindset. Yeah, it's your the mindset. way you use you your me? words, and you gotta maintain that until the end. Because exactly. some people are like I'm beat up. But, bro, you got, like, one more semester. You got right. six, seven more days. Let's go. And I'm a victim of it now, right? Like, let's let's turn it let's turn a mirror on myself i'm a victim i'm a victim of mm-hmm. feeling that way still 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 feeling that way honestly as you guys are talking about like 
you know, who, how, what would you tell yourself when you were in, in grad school or undergrad or whatever? I'm over here thinking, what am I going to tell myself tomorrow when I wake up in the morning? Yeah, because, it's a constant, it's a constant. Real because honestly, world. when I think about who I was and where I was when I first got to grad school, mm-hmm. I was not in a great place. Like, I wasn't in a terrible place, but being around so many talented people, I didn't feel like I belonged there. So if I was going to do anything, it was going to be like, you need to, you know, understand that this is for you. One thing Jamal did say is that when we were in prep is that we can't, we have to, we have to delete those feelings that we're not deserving to be there. The fact that 98 students, and I'm not sure how many people were in your your class, right? Mm -hmm. But the fact that how many people that were in your class were let in that year? Right. Out of you, all the applicants, that percentage in America, in of world, world actually. Great. You were that. You are the cream of the crop of that percentage of people that even in put out a try that applied that year. Yeah. So that the fact year. of the matter is that you beat out a percentage that substan- that surpasses numbers and odds that maybe you're not really crunching because the fact of the matter that all these ninety six. I'm saying this in Pratt's way, but like. All those, all those students that were there mm-hmm. were supposed to be there for that year because they went through all that 700 applicants. Yeah, 90-some people out of 700 applicants. You think about insane. the applicant number pool from when y'all came in. You, you know, think about that number to who, who was there. Y'all I might, I might lose my channel. This is simple, but it's like our destiny. Because I remember you said it was about our calling. And Devin's talking about this now, and we were talking about our purpose in life, Robin, right? Now think about this. Out of all the sperm cells, you know, bear with me. There you go. There we go. Out of all the sperm cells, if you look it up, it's probably like millions or hundreds of thousands of sperm cells. You, you, and you. Y'all sperm, y'all were the ones that made it to the egg. So even y'all living is a blessing. It's a blessing, y'all. Do y'all understand y'all beat that? Y'all the odds to even be, to be conceived. <laughs> and then after that, after you fight your way, you make, you make your way, you win the race to the egg, you still have to rely on two people's decisions. Like, do I want to keep this or neglect it from the world? Ladies and gentlemen, if you're hearing this now, wow. think about that. Think about that right now. Reflect on how important wow. life and your existence is right now to this day. Because it's up to maybe one or two people, whether or not that you're going to even see the light of day and grow up in a dangerous world or a beautiful world. That is a fact. And I will throw <laughs> one more little verse on that. Okay. On that split. And light this joint. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> and light this joint up. All right. But again, you have to understand that the body is mm-hmm. a vessel. Yes. So the okay. body is okay. just a function of a shell. So at the end of the day, like I say, we were brought down here, wasn't brought. You asked to come back. So you have been put in a vessel. So at the end of the day, even if that vessel or that body didn't exist, the next baby that is born is gonna have a shell and body for you to enter. Damn. So. Well, that's, I'm not coming back in this earth. I feel like <laughs> Scotty beat me up. I'm not coming back, but y'all, baby. Let me, let me, because I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I said I, I, I was talking about um, 
what I would tell a younger artist, yes, mm -hmm. yes, right? Oh, yeah. But I didn't, I didn't even Sorry. go back to what I was um, going to tell myself. And okay. like you just said, Robin, earlier, what are you going to tell yourself right now? And then it's like, I'm looking at, the, the, if it wasn't so difficult, if I would have, I would like, stay in there. But what you need to do is record that moment. Write about that moment. Work together and also do a podcast. Talk about that moment. I would tell myself to do the same thing I'm doing right now, three years later. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we should, we can do it earlier. But it, it, it was a lot going on. So it was like almost, I was, I was stressed out. And I don't think I can function on another capacity besides trying to figure out what is the sublime? <laughs> right. You know, the grotesque. Like the grotesque. You know what I mean? What is, what is yeah. kitsch? Yeah. What is, what is Greenberg? You know, what is, what is, what is, what is, what is all these? What is all, what is the, um, my brain was just going bananas because I was finding out. It was an art world full of ideas and people and information, and they had no belief system at all. Mm -hmm. And that threw me off because I have a strong belief system. Mm -hmm. You know what is also the common denominator? But Pratt did well in, was, was letting five African-American students in one year. And you know what happened? I love that. It was an explosion. It was an explosion. It was an explosion, y'all. Did y'all see the percentage go up after y'all graduated? You know what I'm saying? Like I would, me and Jamal were talking about this. The percentage of demographic of African Americans in any MFA for art, particularly, I would argue. We would argue during that time, 2019, mm -hmm. across the nation of MFAs, Pratt held the largest number. Mm -hmm. Yeah. MFA African American students. I believe that for sure. Yeah. In a PWI. In a private yeah. institution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I believe that. Yep. Y'all had yep. the most legendary show in New that York. That was a beautiful show. Yeah, uh senior show, which was amazing. Yes. That was if not iconic. You understand? Right? It's been, it's been some years. Yeah. But I'll even say like what we did in 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 thesis, mm -hmm. the thesis show, yeah, almost surpasses what I even get in solo shows. Mm. Like right. the 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 amount of faces and heads yeah. that I saw that night just uh -huh. moved me to not to tears, but like there was so much moving around. But I was like, it was all it was worth it. it was it was it was not a space on the floor that was not covered. Like it was so many, just so much support in that space. I was like. I was I was thrown I was thrown back mm -hmm. I was pretty thrown back because it it almost felt like over the course of the night like four hundred to five hundred people smooth came through. I yeah. remember feeling so inspired by you all's um, you all's opening and the the work the show the collaboration the the love all of that I remember feeling like wow you know like having this. Like being able to witness that just felt like a blessing in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Then being able to talk to you guys about it was a blessing. Being able to just be in the midst of that because that was something I did not have. <laughs> being single, the only black person in my class. Right. Yeah. It was hard, it was difficult. Yeah. And Tosin had to go through that as well. And she came two years after I did. Right. So it wasn't like something was like, oh, that's maybe something we shouldn't do. No, 
having to witness it happening again was something that was devastating to me. And so being able to see that much power and that much passion and that much, all of that together was like, yo, I'm just glad to be in the room right now. And so, and not only that, but it inspired me to like step a little bit more outside of myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because that was the day I actually met Janae, like, for yeah. the first time. Like, I had talked to you and Jamal and Devin before that. Or, sorry. Bradley. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't get to talk to Alana that day, but I, I did reach out to her because of this, just, the, just everything that was so excellent about that show. And it was like, I knew I wanted to be connected. And I knew that, yo... This is what I wanted to, you know, bring up. This is this is what I wanted. And that was community. And that was exactly what I aspire to now. Like when I think about the things that I want to curate, when I think about, you know, you guys were the spark to that. Like the shows that I wanna do now, like it all started. That was that was ground zero for me. Mm-hmm. So, because of the fact that happened in such a major way, and y'all made that happen. And so it was just like, yo, like you, 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 you don't understand how much of an inspiration that that was for me and my, you know, desire to be a curator. When I think about shows, y'all are some of the first people that I think about. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that wow. was a icon. I don't think y'all awesome. understand. I have that's, to remind you every day. Here's the picture. Keep reminding. I will upload the, the picture oh, with the with the the podcast I'm uploading. Everyone that we know, it, they were there. And I think in ten years we're gonna all be like, wow, we're major. Look at all these artists together now, in this one picture, a blast from the past. Mm-hmm. And y'all choreographed y'all own thesis show, like mm-hmm. as in terms of the members that are are involved in it. Mm-hmm. That was historical alone in mm-hmm. Pratt, Pratt Institution because that was never done before. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a whole thing. Like, that year, it was a whole thing. And then y'all had a picture to go along yes. with it. It looked like an album. Y'all, that... y'all was dropping track. And then when you go there, you see the whole playlist of things. And you see all these type, these different artists. It was just like, you... you needed an award bro yeah, I was just yeah, like, I'm wow. it was iconic it was it was, it was so iconic, much bro. bigger than even when we ma we was in a uh a, a art fair that i was in and the it was a guy we didn't know he was like oh you guys are the guys from pratt who took the album cover picture and yeah people just always like, always like they always the know the picture bro. r&b picture they love that picture. that was just that was like, Jamal's like idea, and even after that year that they didn't allow that, black yeah. students to even like do that huh? together to be like you know because we we don't want to be um segregated segregated, yeah. segregated right but the thing is you guys I cannot, I don't even have the words to talk to you, to tell you about how much of an inspiration and how much it meant that that happened and that took, that that took place and the way that you guys took it and you you utilize your own agency to make it what it was. And I just think that that's still like amazing. It still makes me just like, yo, and I literally don't have the vocabulary. To say how much that meant, and 
Yeah, I'm just blessed to just be and, and just be there. And it, it goes back to what why y'all are doing this right now. It mm -hmm. goes back to why we're painting about this. It goes back to why I'm recording about this. It goes back to that sense of an idea that somebody can see. Mm -hmm. If nobody see it and nobody hear it, who's the mentors of the future to the ones that don't have any? Mm -hmm. And how do they get the information? How do they see it? How do... How do these people in this segment go back to an HBCU and be the professor? Mm -hmm. And if you can't be the professor, how are you getting the information out to them to be their mentor? Like because without that spark, they're gonna they might go in the dust and they might be in the fog mm -hmm. and they might never find this road. So at the end of the day, it's 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 just it's it's just it, it's really like it, it really go back to just that spark is why I honestly, what you're just saying is why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. Because even like Princeton had to keep reminding me again about, he's like, bro, you don't know how major, because I was, when you're inside of something, you can't even see can't what's see. going on. Mm -hmm. Right. You can't close. even see. That's why every time I, if I have something, I'd be like, P, what happened? Yep, you always, <laughs> you will always tell me that. I, so yeah. People come like I can't even. I can't from even. From the outside, all I see is one person that I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know how many people I talk yeah, to. I'd be, I'd be like, it is literally a just, body just of a vessel of a. Hey, same way. And then after the show, I'm like, I can't. Is it even good? What's going on? You doing that same happy movie like? You're just in the zone. You have the licks, right. or you're just in the you're just in the vibe and in the zone. You can't really see it, but I know the unconscious me feels it, mm -hmm. and I keep getting help to get to the next thing. And I'm gonna put it on record: I lie to you not. Mm -hmm. Before we had that show, I had a dream. <laughs> oh, I ate the line, I ate the tiger. We killed the tiger. Man, we killed. We killed. We all the whole the, all five of us killed the tiger. And if y'all know about dream and animal symbolism. Go look it up. We killed the tiger. Mm -hmm. Everybody got a piece of it. Beat it up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Ate the heart. <laughs> and I remember who was doing what I remember in the dream. And then I told him. And then I was like, bro, this when for animal symbolism, the if if the if the tiger would have attacked us, it's like all about a natural born instinct and a predator. And the most dangerous animal, the 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 one side that they attack you and it hurt you. Then you need to watch out in reality. But if you kill it, that means all the power that it holds, y'all all now possess, mm -hmm. like Native American legend. Mm -hmm. And that's why that animal was so important to kill mm -hmm. when it was trying to enter the house. Mm -hmm. And we did. And then, hey, the rest is going to be history, y'all. Mike check, blue one P. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. I'll put that on record. I'll put it on y'all podcast for sure. Yeah, okay. Amen. And what's the, talk to us, uh, tell us what the YouTube will be on. Oh, the YouTube is, yeah, definitely, definitely trying to do this collaboration with y'all. It's uh, okay. Baby Genius World. And that's what it is. Baby Shout Genius out to the World. BG world Shout out to the BG fam. Everybody come and support, subscribe. Let me know. We all apart. We all, we all geniuses. We all ground zero. We all babies, baby. Baby. Follow Devin. At the end of the day, you know, that's what it's going to be. You know what I mean? My hashtag is Devin B. Johnson. Don't spell it with an O. All right. I love y'all. Bam. And Baby Genius World, Baby underscore Genius 2.
Don't Amen. forget the two, because I'm the second Scorpio, y'all favorite number two. Oh my God. <laughs> this is P <laughs> the Voice. And this is Robin G, aka R A G or Rag, if you feel so inclined. Shout out to Devin B. Johnson and Jamal Peterman on the Red Door yeah. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>